never dim your light because you're too worried about triggering other people um, or, you know, worried about stepping into your power and making that impact. So I would say the biggest words of wisdom would be to always lead yourself first because you are your biggest client. And when you are putting yourself first, you're filling up that cup, you're aligning your vibration to what you really want to attract. You'll start attracting that. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Christina Cernese of ChristinaCernese.com. Christina, it's awesome to have you on the show. Uh, it's so amazing to be here. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Christina so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Christina is a marketing and mindset mentor for the ambitious female coach who is who's ready to bring to break the, gra- the glass ceiling, accelerate their growth, and build a purpose-driven and profitable online business without sacrificing their wellness. Christina focuses on clarity, confidence, and application. She has is a health and fitness advocate, coffee lover, and success story junkie that's passionate about seeing others break the glass ceiling and live a life by design. Christina, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story where did you get started with all the awesome work you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So I had quite the journey. I'm a teacher at heart and a lifelong student. So helping people is something that naturally came to me. So I always prided myself in seeing the best in everything. I'm such an optimistic person. And it depends who you ask. I could be annoyingly over-optimistic. But (laughs) when I was 18, I wanted to explore the idea of being a life coach. But I thought, what do I know about life? Like, who could I possibly help? Like, I've barely done life myself. So that idea completely went um, to the back burner. And I just went through the motions. I worked in MLMs, uh, various sales jobs, 100% commission. And it was kind of my way of being able to help people reach their goals, but also of mine of being an entrepreneur. And I had my parents, well, particularly my mom, my parents are actually uh, both entrepreneurs. So I feel like it's just in my blood. And but I had my mom, that was always like, get a corporate job, get a corporate job, get a job with pension and benefits and all of this. And of course I didn't listen Mm -hmm. until one day kind of unintentionally, I landed a job in corporate, ironically enough in sales, and it was in digital sales and marketing. So clearly have a huge passion for sales um, and connecting with people. So at this moment I was selling online digital real estate across Canada and I was in charge of a million dollar book of business. And with my like natural ability to build relationships, being relentless in my pursuit and delivering great customer service. I became an award-winning sales consultant, which led me to industry awards. And I soared up the corporate ladder to a senior sales manager in about a year and a half, where I was developing, managing, and training my team of 11 to with to, to sales success. And I was responsible for 7 million at this time. So after a department shut down, Um, The entire inside sales team was laid off, which Mm -hmm. thankfully I survived that. I actually got moved into a campaign manager where I learned the other side of the business. So I was doing ads, um, content marketing for these businesses across Canada. 
but I knew I wanted more. I knew I was meant for more. And I went on a self-discovery journey. I discovered the online coaching world, but at this time I had a wedding planning business and I was working with coaches. I had a life coach and I actually discovered that I could package up my 14 years of sales experience, digital marketing, and help others in the coaching world grow their business. So it was a say no more moment. I closed down the doors. I pivoted over. I finally found my footing. And now my mission became to helping the ambitious coach that's not afraid to break the rules, define their version of success. Cause I don't feel like there's one way to do business. So I really helped them like amplify their voice, become unapologetic so that they can reach their big picture goals, but in a way that they're hustling with purpose. So they're not sacrificing their health or their relationships. And that was the main reason that I started my business is that I always wanted to live a better life because I believe that we can be, do, and have it all. So it just took me these motions to kind of find my purpose in our world. And so here I am, and I just really couldn't be more grateful um, to be here and be able to give back all of my knowledge and skills to, to others. Nice. I absolutely appreciate that. I think so many times in life, uh, we think that things kind of will just come to you. I guess they do to some degree, but I, I love because what resonated with me and your story is it's getting the opportunity to go out and try different things and then realizing like where you're at and all the awesome work you're doing is a kind of, it sounds like a culmination of all the experiences and things you've been able to have. So it's not as if all those actions and things that you've taken ha- haven't led and helped you with the clients that you work with now. Yeah, exactly. I kind of dabbled all over the place and just gained experience and, um, it was just definitely, I guess I had to go through the whirlwind and the roller coaster of like finding that my purpose. And yeah, everything was just able to be taken. Cause I'm like, I didn't go through all of this for nothing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of took it all in and now kind of package it up and something that I help my clients with. Yeah. And especially, I think when so many times we forget about business, it's all about kind of like the people business and having that opportunity to connect and have different experiences and, and those shared stories. I think that brings us closer together, but I think on an even deeper level, as you spoke to, it helps us to serve on a better level because sometimes we have been in another person's shoes so we can kind of help them to kind of get to where um, they want to be. Yeah. And so I, I know you touched on a little bit on how you do that. Could you take us through a little bit more on how that process works and how you serve the clients you work with? Yeah. So I serve uh, two segments. I serve the new aspiring coach, the one that's making maybe anywhere from $0 to one to 2k and are looking to um, go to those 5k months. And so I do that in a 12 week intimate group program container, which is called my social sales Academy SSA. And it's actually, we just, just launched it. I just started uh, this week. So I'm super excited about that. So I kind of, so what I do is I help them refine their niche, discover their purpose, but also refine their niche, um, put a coaching container together. And then I tell them how to market it. So I do the mindset work, the, the strategy, the messaging and the sales aspects. So how to kind of grow a highly targeted following and then how to turn those browsers into buyers. And then the second segment is the coach that is making around those 5k months, but are looking for more consistent and to kind of make a bigger impact and income. So what I do is I help them create their strategic product suite, launch new offers and make, help them make a bigger impact and income by having more going to a a one-to-many model. Mm, yeah, that's absolutely huge, especially in this day and age with the different ways by which you can have a bigger impact by kind of doing our same actions by reaching more people. I love that you arm, you know, that, that first, that second set, I should say, you know, with the tools to be able to do that, but also the, the people that are just getting started and trying to figure out um, how to take things, you know, to an entirely different level. And I, and I love, again, you know, how, you know, the experience that you have kind of ties into, you know, how you're serving and, and working with the clients, because I think so many times when you're getting started, or maybe if you can reach I guess where we sometimes think um, our top is or, or where we're capped out at, there's always another level. And sometimes just asking mm-hmm. for help and being able to lean on other people is a great way to do that. 
Yeah, absolutely. I do. Cause a lot of the new coaches that I work with come to me and be like, I want to make 10 K in 90 days. It's like, okay, while like it's not impossible, but the fact that you haven't signed a client yet, you got to walk before you run. And like, mm-hmm. you know, being an entrepreneur, like we're visionaries. We want, we want the big picture. We want it all. We want it yesterday, but it's that one step at a time. And, you know, you're gradually going to grow. Like you can accelerate and like collapse time, but it's one foot forward. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so many times we forget about and, and try to skip over the process because we have those great ambitions where we want to, you know, help out so many people. Uh, but I love too that you also, it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you said that um, you help people to reach success without kind of um, sacrificing their health and sacrificing so many things. So I think so many times when you get to that mountain, whatever that mountain looks like, you feel like you've lost everything as a result mm-hmm. of trying to do that. And I love that alignment of not thinking either or, but both and how exactly you help people to, to do that. Yeah. Cause I kind of came with that mentality too. Like coming from an entrepreneur family, my parents worked all the time. So I'm like, okay, more hustle, more money, mm. but it's not at all like that. It's being very strategic and working things in the pocket of your time, but either, you know, staying in your zone and focusing on like the bigger picture, building activities rather than the things that don't typically matter in the early stages. And then as you grow, your business grows, you outsource and you stay in your zone. So, um, I came from that like 24 seven hustle, like I'm a workaholic type a personality. So I could literally be doing this all day, but it's, and it's that fear of, okay, but more success equals more work, but it's not. So it's kind of shattering that and defining, redefining what it means to you and creating a better structure and boundary. So you're not really sacrificing your health and your relationships, which I feel like people are afraid of success for those reasons. Some of the reasons anyway. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, I appreciate you for sharing that because I think uh, there's a lot of top, type A people that are listening to this, including me. And a lot of times <laughs> we can understand and relate to the idea where if we feel like we roll up our sleeves and we work, you know, those extra hours that will result to where we're going to be. But sometimes, like we said, you know, we sacrifice what we're ultimately hoping to try to do, or sometimes it doesn't take, you know, rolling up your sleeves more. Sometimes it's just thinks being, it takes being more strategic and thinking um, outside the box or, or, or shattering those glass ceilings as you talked about as well. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so uh, would you consider that to be what I call your secret sauce? The thing you feel kind of sets you apart is, is it that ability to, to have, you know, experience that, but also be able to, to equip so many people with the information and knowledge and how to do that? Or what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you? Yeah, I would definitely say it's that it's, it's, you know, you're, you're learning the foundation, you're learning the rules. And, you know, that's part of the earlier process that I do teach my clients, but then there becomes a point in time where you got to break those rules and mm-hmm. build your version of it. And I think that I would say that would be like my secret sauce is really, being able to have it all without having to sacrifice everything. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So something that it was really hard for me to implement this. It was something that was actually um, taught uh, my first ever coach, um, her model. So she actually, and I I took it on was the three weeks on one week off, not completely off. I mean, I'm not there yet, but I'll, I'll do like the three weeks on where I'm working in and on my business. But the last week of every month, no client calls, um, like no meetings, no nothing. I'm just, it's just my business and my vision and that's it. So that, that has been something that, um, I've implemented and it actually was a game changer for me. So I would say that as a great CEO hack is a three weeks on and the one week off. I love uh, that hack. So I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. 
Yeah. Um, something I always, yeah, I would tell my younger self and would tell all my clients and always say, um, never dim your light because you're too worried about triggering other people um, or, you know, worried about stepping into your power and making that impact. So I would say the biggest words of wisdom would be to always lead yourself first because you are your biggest client. And when you are putting yourself first, you're filling up that cup, you're aligning your vibration to what you really want to attract. You'll start attracting that. So I would say never dim your light and just lead yourself first. And um, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So what does being a CEO mean to you, Christina? Uh, this was the one that I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to answer this one. It was like palm sweating. I'm like, I don't know what to say <laughs> because uh, when I think about it, it means so many different things to me. And it, and, and it definitely goes well beyond um, the title of, you know, being a CEO. I always think of, am I leading with heart? Am I inspiring others? Am I being true to my own self and like staying in, um, in integrity with my actions to reach these goals? And my taking radical responsibilities for my results because no one else is responsible for that. So, and that's in both life and business and not just in the results of like the outputs with the inputs, but also like your mindset. Mindset is so, so important. And it's how you act when times get hard. I always say it's all about the bounce back, not the setback. Mm -hmm. And, and it's like, how are you handling those situations when they come? So I think with being a CEO and like a visionary, it's, um, I believe someone said this on your podcast, um, chief or chief energy officer. officer. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, that just like summed it right up and nailed it. I'm like, I, I am going to use that and give credit where credit's due, of course. But <laughs> I'm like, I, I love that because it's, what do you want to be known for? It's what are you bringing to the table? What's your energy like going in? Because that's what people are going to follow. It's, you know, having that greater impact, that significance of wanting to help people, which is like, my greater mission, but also, you know, what you're standing for and like what you really want to, it's, I, I truly believe it's who you become in the process because mm -hmm. people are going to follow that, are going to follow your vision, are going to follow that energy. But also being a CEO um, to me would be having that time freedom and, you know, being internally happy because what's the point of having this like you know, seven figure business, if you're unhappy or no time to use the money, like what's like, kind of like, what's the point? So um, I really like love uh, chief, chief energy officer. And like, to me, it's, it's really bringing the energy and others will follow. Definitely appreciate that, Christina. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, I think I alluded to this a little bit earlier. Um, and, and something that I think is, is so important because there's no one way ticket to success. It's not linear. Um, the, the marketing strategy, the strategy is, is, is simple, but it really does come down to your mindset, to the accountability, to being your biggest cheerleader, but also learning when it's okay to break the rules since there is no rule to business and to success. So I would, I would say always do what your heart desires and you know, that, that calling, because if it's in you, it's for you. And it might be time to, you know, break those rules and, and shatter some glass ceilings. Nice. I absolutely appreciate that. And for people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, the best way is Instagram. It's where I hang out. So you can find me. I, I guess I'll be linked in the show notes. It's Christina Cerniaze. And yeah, come say hi. I love connecting with others. And um, I would love to connect with more people. 
Awesome. 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 Christine, like Christina said, we'll definitely have the links and information in the show notes to make it even easier. Uh, but I definitely appreciate that, you know, reminder as well too. I think so many times when we see success, we always want to emulate success and we try to do all the steps that somebody is doing in order to be there. Um, but I often say like, if we run our own race, we never lose. And I think so many times if we get into somebody else's lane or try to do what they're doing, we're kind of, again, robbing ourselves, robbing the, the, the society and, and the world all around us. So I love that you said that sometimes when you run your own race, you have to sometimes follow those steps, but but you have to also know when to break those steps, break those rules and, and create what is really calling within. So I truly appreciate you for reminding us of that, for doing that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.